This morning we continue in our series that I'm calling Survival Mode because in so many ways right now we find ourselves in what feels a little bit like survival mode because we're in the midst of handling a global pandemic and knowing how we as individuals respond to that and how we as a church respond to that. Now, one of the things that I feel as we've walked through this is just how much uncertainty there is. We have uncertainty in our own lives. We have uncertainty in our culture. Uh, our healthcare system, our financial system, all those things feel uncertain. And then, then for us as a church, as individuals, it feels uncertain from day to day because we seems like we don't know what's going to happen next. I can remember at the beginning of this whole process as we were sort of getting the news day by day, we were told, well, you can't have a gathering of 250 or more. And we thought, okay, well, we can work with that because we don't have that many people in the building at any one time. And then it was 100, and then it was 50, and then it was 10, and then we were shut down. At least uh, we couldn't have a service here. And so, you know, from day to day, I didn't know what to expect. And we would make plans in the morning that by the end of the afternoon had totally been scrapped and would gone in a completely different direction. We just didn't know what to expect. And maybe you felt a little bit of that as well. In your work or in your home, you didn't know what was going to happen next. And you've had to change some plans, maybe change some plans drastically because it was all so uncertain. Well, you know, the truth is, this is not the first time we've dealt with uncertainty in our lives. We've dealt with that before. Dealt with it in relationships, dealt with it in the work environment. Maybe you've dealt with it financially as well. And so it's been a struggle. You've wondered what was coming next at times. Well, we want to know what to do with that. And so as we continue this series, Survival Mode, we're looking at the book of 1 Peter. We're not the first Christians to deal with uncertainty. In fact, these early Christians that Peter writes to in what we would now call Turkey, these Christians who were dealing with a great sense of uncertainty because they were facing persecution. And they didn't know exactly what was going to come next. The, the next bad thing that would happen to them, arrest or trial or, or a beating or maybe even death. Or that could happen to someone that they loved. And so they were facing that uncertainty. And one of the emotions that they had in the midst of that was a great sense of being humiliated. You've got these people that had been upstanding citizens, had been part of the culture, and then suddenly they found that they were being ostracized. They were being pushed to the sides of the culture. They were not being allowed to do business in the way that they had before. Families were cutting them off, all because they had put their faith in Jesus Christ. Peter writes to them, and he gives them some instruction on how they should face that sense of uncertainty and the humiliation that came with it since so much had been, had been taken from them. And so today I want us to turn closer to the end of this book that we call 1 Peter, this letter that Peter wrote to these early Christians. And we're just going to look at a couple of verses that we find here in chapter 5. The first is verse 6. This is what Peter says to them in the face of their humiliation and uncertainty. He says, humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. You see, what Peter's saying is, embrace the humiliation. Now, that wasn't an easy lesson. 
This was very difficult for them. And he's saying, listen, it's not the humiliation that you find with other people, but rather humble yourself before God. Recognize your place before an almighty God. And as much as you may have some questions for God in this moment, as much as you may feel like your relationship with God is being challenged, Peter's reminding them to recognize God's place in their life. And then he makes a promise. He will lift you up in due time. He will raise up your head that is bowed low in humiliation. And he says that in due time. In other words, Peter doesn't put a time limit on it. What Peter is saying is God has not forgotten you. God is going to lift you up. But he doesn't say it's going to happen today. He doesn't say God's going to take away all the trouble today. He doesn't say that God's even going to take away all the trouble in this life. What he says is God is going to lift you up. And what that could mean was that in the end, God would put all things right. God would make sense out of what seemed nonsensical. God was going to deal with the problems, but it would be in God's timing. They just needed to embrace who they were as followers of Jesus Christ and humble themselves before God. And then we come to verse 7, which is so important in this, in this letter that Peter wrote, so important in understanding how they should respond to the persecution that they were facing. Here's what Peter says. Cast all your anxiety on him, on God, because he cares for you. Now, see, Peter understood that they were experiencing anxiety. And what he does not say in this setting is, don't be anxious. Just don't worry about all the stuff that you're facing. It's not that big a deal. Just put it in perspective and it'll be fine. What Peter says is, take all that stress that you've got inside of you. All the anxiety over what you're feeling that you don't know what the future holds. You don't know where this is headed. You don't know when God is going to act. You don't know how God's promises are going to be fulfilled. Take all that anxiety and hear what he says. Cast it on God. Throw it at God. Give that anxiety to God. Why? Because he cares for you. God knew what was going to happen. God knew where all of it was headed for them. And some of it would not be easy, but he would carry them through it. God knew the plan, but they didn't. And that's where all this comes back to us today. When, when we don't know the plan... When we don't know where God is taking everything, when we're struggling to figure out, okay, God, here I am in the midst of my stress, in the midst of my anxiety, in the midst of my uncertainty, maybe in the midst of my humiliation, God, I'm trying to humble myself before you, but what's going to happen next? And that's when we have to learn this truth. Trust in God's direction, even when you don't know the destination. Trust in God's direction even when you don't know the destination. Even when you don't know exactly how God is going to work things out. 
Trust that he is still directing things and you can follow God's lead. Now, what we have to do when we recognize this truth, okay? Follow, trust in God's direction even when you don't know the destination. Here's the hard truth. What we've got to do in that moment is to embrace God's gift of eternal life. Now, that's not what we want to hear. What we want to hear is, okay, I'm facing this difficult time. God's going to take all of it away. It's going to be easy and done. That's not the promise. The promise is that in the end, God brings it all together. God sets everything right. In the end, the great promise that we can depend on is that we will spend eternity in the presence of God. Now, we don't really want to think about that promise so much until this life is not going the way we want it to go. Until we recognize that this life for ourselves and for others doesn't last forever. But when we come to that moment and we're feeling the anxiety that comes with recognizing the truth that this life is not always easy and it doesn't last forever, in, in those moments, then we can embrace the great promise that this is not all there is. That God has promised more. You see, and, and God sees that destination. We see some glimmers of it. We see some descriptions of it, some images that biblical writers use to describe something that we can't fully understand. But we don't see the full picture. You see, what we've got to do is trust God's direction, his leading, his showing us the way, even when we can't fully see the destination. And so here we are in the midst of this time that is so filled with uncertainty. I mean, even this week we faced that. We had an elders meeting Tuesday, sort of thinking through, what do we do? When is church going to start? What's that going to look like? And we didn't have enough information. And then we found out, what, on Thursday? It's going to be June before we can gather in this room for a worship service. We don't always know what's coming next. And over the next few weeks, we're going to do some planning and we're looking forward to that day when we can be in this room, when we can gather together for worship. But we're even thinking now, I think as a church, is it going to be like it was before? Will we be able to shake hands and, and talk and maybe hug some people that we love? It's uncertain, still uncertain. Is my job going to be there? That's what some people are thinking. Is this going to work out? It's uncertain. Here's what we know. All that anxiety, all the questions that we have. And we have questions throughout life. Is my marriage going to work out? Am I ever going to feel any better? Will my kids be okay? Am I going to make it through this crisis? Am I going to have to work for that person forever? All those uncertainties, Peter says, take all that, wrap it up, cast it on God. Because... He cares for you. He cared for these Christians in the ancient world. And he cares for you and me. And so the promise comes to us today. That we really can 
take all that anxiety and give it to God. And we can trust Him. Because even though we can't always see the destination as clearly as we want, God knows it. And so we can trust His direction. Let's do that this week. Let's pray together. God, as hard as it is for us sometimes, because we can't see as clearly as we'd like to, we want to trust in your direction even when we don't know the destination. And so God, lead us. Help us to see where you're going. Help us to know what we should do. God, we want to be followers of Jesus Christ. Lead us down that path. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.